has been educating and inspiring individuals, entrepreneurs, and leaders for decades. He's helped millions of people to move past the mental barriers that were holding them back from stepping to their power to become a better version of themselves and live a kick-ass life. I know this firsthand as I'm Jenny, Dan's wife. And here's your host, Dan Locke. Do you want to succeed as a speaker? Sure, it helps to know what works. However, there's one big mistake new speakers make that's killing their chances of success and profits. What's that mistake? Listen to this episode as Dan Locke breaks down what it is, why it doesn't work, and what you should do instead to succeed as a speaker. Public speaking secret number four: You want to get clear about the outcome. Say with me: Get clear about the outcome. I am shocked how many times I see speakers they go on stage without a clear purpose. They, I, I don't know why they're there. And I'm not even sure they know why they're there. That what's the outcome that you want? What what why are you taking up the time? Because as a speaker, you have to think about this. You don't want to waste people's time. No, I don't want to waste people's time. You don't want to waste people's time. So when you have a hundred people in the audience, mm-hmm. that's a hundred people's time. So it's not just you're speaking for one minute. It says they speak in one minute. A hundred people—that's a hundred minutes of people's lives.、Mm-hmm. So then you wouldn't half-ass it. That's the way I see it, right? You take responsibility and say you want to be good. So what's the outcome that that you want to create? So are you there to sell? If you're there to actually get a sale to close some kind of deal, are you there to sell? Well, don't lose sight of that. You're not there to get applause. You're not there to to. To to show the world how smart you are, you're there to get a sale, to get a contract, to get an agreement, right? Then you sell. Are you there to entertain? If you're there to entertain, then you just entertain. Have a good time. Make sure that people have a good time. You have a good time, right? Are you there to inform? Maybe it's in a corporate setting that to inform you want to inform your prospect or your client about certain thing, a certain issue, or a trend that's coming up. At the by the end of the presentation, do they understand what that thing is and what do they need to do, right? Or there's some kind of steps they need to take. So are you there to inform, or are you there to motivate and inspire? Meaning that how do you want them to feel after your presentation? Do they feel inspired and can't wait to take action,、mm-hmm. kind of like Tony Robbins, or do they do they feel well, kind of saying that yeah, it's it's cool, it's a Interesting story, but、uh, just that doesn't doesn't do anything for me, right? So, what is the outcome that you want? Does this make sense? Get clear about your outcome, and also means another way you look at it is, in order to get clear about your outcome, doing your homework ahead of time. Who are you speaking to? Do you know who you're speaking to? Who is in the audience? In the audience, are you speaking to a group of Entrepreneurs, are you speaking to a group of just friends, right? Are you speaking to a group of kids? You need to know like who is your audience, and, and again, what's the outcome that you want to create? Very very critical. Sometimes, like I see speakers where I've seen this before. This is like the worst. 
<clears throat> let's say there are a number of speakers. The first speaker present, he told some kind of jokes. Second speaker came up, told the same, joke? same joke. Oh man, that is so bad. That is the worst. And then they want the second speaker wonder, how come nobody laughed? It usually works, but how come nobody laughed? Because of that. Now, if you're smart, you should be kind of paying attention to the first speaker, just whoever's speaking before you, what is going on, then you know, like, okay, maybe then you can still change and not use that joke and use something else, right? Can you sell and inspire at the same time? Okay, some are so for, you would not be able to sell without inspiring them. In fact, uh, when it comes to closing, you are inspiring your audience to take a new action. So you will not be very effective at selling from stage if you're not inspiring others, right? So a little bit of both, a little bit of both. And when you're presenting, depends on the time that you get, less is more. <clears throat> less is more. So if you've got an eight minute, 10 minute time, uh, time frame, right? So make sure you don't try to cram too much in. If you only got like 10 minutes, just focus on one point. If you've got like 30 minutes, maybe two, three points. Don't try to jam like 30 points or 10 points in, in a, like a 30 minute time frame. Less is more, right? It's not just say, hey, you say this, you say this, you say this, and then the audience gets overwhelmed. Yes. Guess what? When they're overwhelmed, they don't take action, they, they, are, they are confused, and they tune out. Yep. So just give them enough, but not too, too much. The reason you want to give them too much, again, is focusing on what? Yourself. Because you want to sound intelligent, you want to sound like you know what you're talking about, you want to sound like you've done your homework, so let me overwhelm you. A perfect example, mm -hmm. think back the professor you had when you were in college. Mm -hmm. He doesn't give a fuck, right? He was just, just spouting out numbers. Just, and... just overwhelm you. He doesn't care if you understand, he doesn't care, he just wants to get through all that stuff. Yeah. Go through all that chapter because that's what he's supposed to do. But that's not a good teacher. A good mm -hmm. teacher would be like, hey, slow down. I want to make sure that you get what I'm talking about. That's the difference, right? Remember that, that, that college professor? Yeah, that's a perfect example. Try to cram too much in, in one session and one in one speech. So Harvey was asking, what's the difference between <coughs> selling one-to-one -one versus one selling one-to-many or selling on stage? I think that's a very advanced topic to go into. It's a, such an advanced, I'll give you a short answer, okay? It's, a, it's a, first of all, it's a completely different skill. Selling one-on-one, selling one -on -one, you're doing only maybe 20, 20 you're doing 20% of the talking, your prospect on the phone or one-on-one -on -one is doing 80%. You're asking questions to lead them to a sale. On stage, you, in, on stage, you don't have that luxury because there's, you cannot get feedback from people one-on-one, -on -one. thank you, from one-on-one -on -one like this, you just can't. So, completely different skill set. It's like you asked me about riding a bike versus running a marathon. Mm -hmm. Like they're like both kind of get you somewhere, yeah. but they're two completely different skill set. Same thing with copywriting. Copywriting, closing, selling from stage, totally different skill sets. All communication, but they're all very, very different. Very different.
that's it for today's episode of the Dan Lok Show. Head over to thedanlokshow.com and be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. You are guaranteed to expand your thinking, your network, and your network. So be sure to subscribe to the show today. Dan also has a gift for you. Go to www.danlokshow.com because there are bonuses when you subscribe. 